Overdrive Radio. Protect your car, protect your family, and protect yourself from getting ripped off. Welcome to Overdrive Radio's Car Advice Hour. Hello, 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 and welcome to Overdrive Radio. Uh, thank you for coming back to listen to us, hang out with us for the next two hours. First hour is going to be our car advice hour, and the second hour, we're going to have a very important guest today. So we're going to have a good guest for you, uh, and hopefully you can get your mouth watering today, get you out of this <laughs> politics mode and get yeah. you into uh, some food mode. Along with me in the studio, as always, I have my co-host, Taryn, Hi. and our uh, producer back from last week. <laughs> they got a one, uh, the one-day vacation. Yeah, the one-day vacation. <laughs> yes, Eric. Uh, so uh, welcome back uh, to our listeners. And thank you for joining us. And um, you're looking a little tired over there. I'm did exhausted. You, did you have a good night's sleep? I did not sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but you know what? I got a lot of energy. That's good. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Where's my coffee, man? Um, How many cup of, cups of coffee do you have in the morning? Like on a normal day? Um, I use this, this like travel thing and... Um, it's about, I'd say, two cups. I mean, two actual cups, eight ounce, uh-huh. cu- you know, whatever, or, you know, whatever the cup size is. Eight ounce, right? Um, so I have two of those usually. But two today I think I have about a, well, yeah, one yeah. and a quarter, I think, or one and a half of them. But are, still, you know, if you don't get enough a, sleep, um, you don't get a, <laughs> enough sleep. Do you prefer coffee over cream? Like, are you, because see, I have to have my I'm coffee a French with a lot of cream. I'm a vanilla guy with a lot of cream. Well, not a lot of cream, but, yeah. you know. I can't. French I, vanilla. I don't like it too sweet, but, you know, I like the taste of French vanilla. For a while there, I got into coffee with no sugar. And then I used to all it took well. was that one time to have the coffee again with a little bit of that, you know, like sweetener creamer. Yeah. And then I was. Yeah, that's exact. Well, that's kind of similar to I what back. I uh, uh, what I did is uh, I used to take my coffee with uh, French cream. Uh, I mean, French vanilla. F- uh, French vanilla, I can't even talk, man. Uh, and, uh, um, you know, uh, kind of did the, the just cream, no, no sugar for a while. And then all of a sudden one day, I can't remember why, um, I think it was at Wawa's or something. Mm-hmm. I, I added some French vanillas and I'm like, oh my God, what have sold. I been missing? Yeah. <laughs> sold again. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, so what are we talking about today? So we got a lot of, well, we got a very exciting show for you today. Um, even though, you know, I'm kind of half asleep, but yeah, we still got an exciting show. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, we, we get a lot of, seriously, a lot of questions from, from, um, uh, from our listeners, from our customers, uh, whether it's through email or, or text or, um, you know, calling in person and, and kind of asking, you know, what should I do in this situation? What should I do in that situation? And there seem to be a lot of common um, kind of themes that we, we, we come up with. And, um, you know, I, I know Taryn kind of um, made some made a list of, of a bunch of stuff that, you know, it, it, she, you kind of see a lot of those questions it, and you kind of group them by that way. Yeah, they repeat themselves. And by the way, if you do have a question, you can call or text us at 321-339-1055. Again, 321-339-1055. There you go. <laughs> All right. So um, what, um, let's see, uh, what's, what's a question you, um, 
you're you're seeing a lot of? Well, one of the questions that we hear a lot from people is when they say, for example, they're driving their car mm-hmm. and when they hit the brakes, they hear a squeak sound. Ooh. Okay. How, how do they know that they need to get their brakes changed? Okay. Well, I always say, especially with brakes, because that's a safety item, any kind of noise you hear, get it checked out. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, I mean, if you if you know how to check it out, then check it out. If you don't know how to check it out, then, you know, take it to a place, a good place, and let them check it out for you. Typically speaking, the lighter sounds, such as um, squeaks, are not as, I, in other words, <laughs> the, 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 the louder, more annoying the sound is, the more dangerous it is. Let me give you an example. Yeah. If there's like a scratching with a squealy noise, scratching with a squealy noise, typically speaking, that's going to be. Scratching with a squealy noise. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would typically be um, that there's a, um, there's like a, a little thing that they put on there to make sure to tell you that you are about due for brakes and that you need to get it in as soon as possible to get the brakes done. So if you hear that, now let me make this very important conditional whatever, is that not all cars, not all, it depends on what type of, uh, what type of a brake job was done on your vehicle. All the quality brake jobs done by a quality place, um, will have usually that squealer, squeaker, ma- noisemaker, whatever you want to call it, scratcher. <laughs> um, and it's not enough to damage the rotor. It just scratches the, the upper surface of it, which, you know, in the first cut, it goes away. Um, so in something like this, typically speaking, um, take it in and get it checked. Yeah. Now, the light squeak, squeak when you're turning, um, I'm sorry, not turning. Squeak when you're coming to a stop, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you've just had the brakes done, then something was wrong in what they did. Get it, take it back, have them take care of it if they can. If they can't come to a place like ours, we will. <laughs> um, unfortunately, not a lot of places know how to handle stuff like this. Uh, we see it and hear it from customers all the time saying, I, you know, the same place I went back to 17 umpteen thousand times and they still have the same problem. They fix it for two or three days and it comes right back. Yeah. And I also just want to mention that because I feel like right now people are trying to kind of take care of things that are most necessary and avoid doing things because of COVID and stuff. I will say that we have a contactless option where we will actually come and pick up the vehicle and drop it back off for free. And that will give you that peace of mind that you can get something checked out without having to come into the shop if that is, you know, if that's a concern for you, which it is for some people. For a lot of people. So. For a lot of people. And, you know, let's face it. Just looking at the numbers, there's definitely a spike, a big spike (laughs) to be very modest, very big spike. So, um you know, and, and I, I do believe that it, this is going to come to an end. I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff out there that's, you know, um, Pfizer's, you know, um, 
Trump just purchased a major thing from Pfizer. Um, you know, countries are purchasing from each other um, vaccines and treatments and stuff. And, you know, Oxford formally announced, uh, University of Oxford formally, mm-hmm. formally announced that they have two, um, what do you call it? Two uh, uh, vaccines, one for the actual vaccine, one for the solution, you know, I mean, to cure it or at least help minimize right. the effects of it. Um, and, and they have very, 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 very high success rate at it. Now, obviously, again, if it hits, it's just like a flu. If a flu hits, God forbid, a person that has chronic issues, chances are it may affect them. So um, anyways, so, so far it, it, it's, it's sounding very promising and I think things will start winding down. Even, heck, even China or as he says, China, <laughs> even China said that, you know, by the end of this year, it's going to get wrapped up and come to an end. So um, I'm here's, positive. Here's hoping. But um, but we have that option. So. So, yes, please. If uh, if you need the option to, you know, uh, especially if you're in a high risk, don't don't, you know, uh, as we um, in, in the last episode, when we talked about the food uh, uh, deliveries to a lot of people. Um, that are living this uncertainty, especially the higher risk group, you know, the older senior citizens, the um, uh, people with with uh, with health issues. Yeah. Immune compromise. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Immune compromise. Exactly. So people like that, obviously, um, you know, it's, it's always good to um, have a um, a safer solution for them. Um, so. Uh, by all means, tap into it. Um, if you're far away from us, there's a lot of p- people, a lot of reputable, solid places that um, that offer the same options. So, absolutely, uh, we were one of the first ones to come up with it. But hey, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind if it's in good. Copy it by all means. Uh, let's all get healthy. So, another question that seems to come so up. Hold on, as no, a no, theme. one thing. Oh, what are you going to say? If you hear grinding when you're hitting the brakes, okay. again, any loud. And don't start justifying, well, it's only a little scratch. No, it's, if it's, listen, anything outside of a squeak, um, take it in. And because at the end of the day, it is breaks. And to just kind of build on top of what Taryn said um, about uh, even if you were in, in a high-risk group and, in, in, uh, you know, you, you need to get something fixed on your car um, and you're trying to make sure uh, trying to make sure that uh, you don't want to overspend due to the circumstances, etc. At least make sure the safety items are taken care of. Safety is stuff like tires. Well, as as I've heard many people attempt to kind of lump it in some categories over the years, you know, anything that's going to strand you on the side of the road or, God forbid, um, make you lose control over the vehicle. So steering, um, suspension, tires, brakes, uh, you know, and the likes. So, okay, back to you. Sorry. <laughs> I would actually even include in that, uh, you might disagree with me, windshield wipers. Oh, no, that's absolutely. Oh, my God. Rain. Yes. If you oh, can't see well with your windshield yeah, absolutely. wipers, you can't I mean, drive. it happened to me the other day. Uh, one of my, uh, what do you call it? One of my, uh, uh, thank God it wasn't the one right in front of my, my face. It was the one that was on the... Uh, uh, driver's side. I don't know what happened. I parked it. It was fine. I got out, started driving. Monsoon hits, and all of a sudden, the one on the 
uh, what do you call it, lost its, one of its springs or something, and it just was not pushing hard enough to wipe the thing clean, the the mm-hmm. windshield clean. So and you can't see. I thank God that the one right in front of my eyes was good. So you know, at stop shop, uh, it was actually closed. They you know run inside and grab two you know two new wiper blades and put them on. I had to. I mean, there's I couldn't drive home. So. Yeah. Well, so there you go. Wiper blades, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, something as simple as that. Of course, light, lights, guys, lights, 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 lights. Um, you know, don't do it just because you may get a ticket. <laughs> Allow other people the opportunity to see you while you're driving at night. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, that's being, you're being so gracious. <laughs> yeah, very gracious. Yes, I'm trying. So anyhow, so uh, go ahead. Okay, so. Another theme that we hear a lot about, and I actually think that I can provide a very good example, is, okay, I got brand new tires. Why do I have to rotate my tires? And I have a good analogy. Please. Analogy. Please. Well, let me me just say one thing, and then please say your analogy. Yes. I am telling you guys, we have had some really, I mean, some of our, some, some great customers that come in and say, I bought these tires from you a year ago put 20,000 miles on him and look at him. My fronts are completely melted. They're gone. And you look at the tires and sure enough, I mean, the customers put 22,000, 30,000, they're 50,000 mile tires on them. (laughs) And you look down and you go, oh my God, the rears are brand new. So, and, and then you look at the customer's history and you go, well, the last time I saw you was you when you purchased them tires. Did you have them rotated? Uh, 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 uh. So go ahead. <laughs> You're now. I just set up the stage for okay, you. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So picture your rug that you have at your house. It might be like an area rug. Okay, and you have your furniture on it. If you move one of your pieces of furniture, you see that in indentation. You know where the the carpet yeah, yeah, is from from Kinda, the yeah. furniture. Yeah. So, and if you let it go, it looks like brand new, right? If you let what go? I mean, if you let it rise, that spot. Right. So what you have to do with carpeting is you have to always, every once in a while, move your furniture away, like slightly position it differently so that that part that got indented has a chance to rise. Yeah. And then it gives it a chance to rest. Same with tire rotation. The reason we rotate our tires is we have to even out the wear Exactly correct. The, Even out the wear. Yeah. Exactly correct. Listen, here's the thing. And I've seen this and I'm talking about reputable. I mean, reputable makers, great tires. We've used, you know, we've sold a few thousand of them last year. Never had an issue. And then the one guy pops up and says, the them Coopers you sold me. And you go, yeah, what's wrong with the Cooper? It's made in America, number one. Number two, it's it's a great tire. And don't listen to me. Listen to the government. Uh, we should probably do another tire, um, how to read what's on a tire uh, episode again. Um, you know, look at what the government says about it. And here's the rankings and here's the thing. And, well, they, they only lasted 20,000 miles. And they're supposed to be a 50,000-mile tire. And you go, <laughs> um well, yeah, I haven't seen you since you bought them tires. Um, have you rotated them? No. And then, of course, the 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 cop out always. Well, you never told me I needed to. Well, I never saw you after that. 
<laughs> you know, um, I, I said it to, to this guy. He, he didn't like it. He called me some names. But anyways, it's okay. Sticks and stones, love. Sticks and stones. <laughs> so anyhow, um, long story short, you really have to. If you want, listen, I have seen some people and I have, we have, I mean, we have some customers that are so nitpicky about their stuff that they take a 50,000 mile tire and, and it lasts 70,000 with them because you tell them every 6,000, they do it every three. They come back every three when they do their old changes and they say, okay, rotate my tires too. Sure. Yes, sir. Not a problem. That's what you want. I'll do it. So you rotate the tires for them. And then next thing you know, you go, my God, your tires are like dry rotted like heck. What is going on? And he, he goes, oh, yeah, remember, you sold them to me five years ago. And you go, my God, you put like 80,000 miles on them. And I remember those things were like 50, 55,000. And you look at this is this is true life story that happened the other day. It's not the brand was 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 an average brand, not nothing, nothing super, it's not a Michelin, nothing, not a, you know, uh, not a Uniroyal, not a not, none of these top names, not a Yokohama. Yeah. And guess what? Um, but I know the customer. I know how very particular, there's another word, starts with an A, but um, <laughs> but we won't use it on the radio. So um, very particular. And guess what? They lasted 80,000 miles. Okay, <laughs> good for you. But he did what's supposed to be done. So yes, absolutely. Okay, so we got to take a break. When we come back from the break, um, what's the best question you got, Taryn? Oh my gosh. Well, always oil changes, fluids, all that stuff. Okay, cool. We'll join us after the break. We'll talk some more about car knowledge. Florida Man Radio. Like hanging out with the boys in the shop. We're talking cars and a whole lot more. Overdrive Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome back to... Florida Man Radio's own, what do we call today? <laughs> Overdrive Radio. Overdrive yeah. Radio. You want to call This or text is us the over. car advice hour. We are not in sync. No, we are not. <laughs> so, um, this will make a good, uh, what do you call it? Okay. So, if you want to call or text us, you can call or text us at 321 339 1055. Text us uh, your questions. We'll be more than happy to answer uh, and kind of throw them in the bag with the rest of the questions that we got right here. I had a question. Well, yes. not a question. I thought about it at the break. Mm. This week, I actually talked with a prospective customer at our shop, and she had a question. She's like, I'm interested and I want to come to you guys, but I have a leased vehicle. Uh huh. I always go to my dealership. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid that if I take my car to anywhere but my dealership, it's going to mess it up. Okay. Not, not mess up the vehicle, but mess up the lease, mess up the all warranty. Of the, yeah, the, lease, the warranty the and all of that else. stuff. Okay. Let me, uh, let me explain to you. This, <laughs> this is actually an act that was passed in the 1970s. It's called the Moss Act. Um, it's very simple. Going to get work done maintenance work on your vehicle anywhere outside of the dealer or dealers or the OEM as they call it, or the, you know, original, whatever, um, does not void your warranty. That's part of the monopoly laws. They cannot 
tell you that. The problem is <laughs> I had I was actually I remember we handled this or actually mentioned it in one of the episodes last year. And it it was a very good customer, been our customer for years, um, a doctor. And, and he was uh, uh, we were talking about his Mercedes and he says, Mike, the lights are driving me nuts. And I'm like, and Mercedes is a little bit of a different animal. Um, you know, they have schedules and stuff that has to be done. And, you know, um, and just stuff started popping up on the guy and he went to the dealer and, he, and they're like, well, you know, here's what you need to get done. And he's like, OK, how much? Obviously, being what it is, um, the car, the Mercedes, the fact that it's a Mercedes, it's it's a very expensive repair. Obviously, with us, it's a lot cheaper um, because, again, you know, for that, we're going to charge $100 an hour. They are at, I don't know, $160, $150 an hour, $200, who knows? Anyways, but a lot more. So, so the customer was like, but the dealer told me that um, if I went anywhere else, they would void my warranty. And I said, what do you mean the dealer told you like the owner of the dealer? I mean, the building spoke the owner of the, the, the building. What, what, what part of the dealer? He sells the, <laughs> the, uh, the service guy. And I said, um, okay, so you purchase a quarter million dollar vehicle. This is true. You purchase a mil quarter million dollar vehicle and a salesman is going to void your warranty on that, um, vehicle. And he kind of looked at me and he's like, hmm, doesn't sound reasonable, does it? And I'm like, uh, no, it's not. First of all, he doesn't have the right, the ability, not even the dealership itself has the ability to. Mercedes of America can, yes, void your warranty. And they would have to have some really good reasons. You going servicing your vehicle somewhere else is not one of them. Because there's a law that mentions that. So, and then we pulled up the law for him and he read it and he's like, oh my God, can you get, take care of this for me? And I did. Yeah. For yeah, what he told me it was. 1975. 1975. Yeah, I knew, I knew it was in the 70s. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, it it was it was a little under half or a little over half of the price that they had quoted. It doesn't matter. But what the, the main thing is, and that's the reason why, because this OE guy or this, this, this dealer is going to tell you, no, 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 you need to come to me. <laughs> they're going to charge you. Well, I'm not saying they're going to charge you double, period. No, their entire package is a lot more. So it's your choice, your money. As I call it, vote with your wallet, but please vote, vote wisely. Um, it's very important too. So, um, but yes, no, they cannot, they, <laughs> we can do just about anything, everything Yeah. on that, uh, whatever. Now, here's one thing that I come across a lot and thank you for reminding me about, uh, you know, with that issue is that a lot of people say to me, this is a leased vehicle and they're driving on bald tires and you go, well, did you read your lease? No. <laughs> okay, so you entered into a contract without reading it. Good for you. Not very smart, but oh well. Um, make sure you read your leases because at the end of the day, you have to give the car back in a kind of same, <laughs> same acceptable yeah. condition they gave it to you. Otherwise, they will charge you. And people say to me, what do you mean they will charge us? Well, they will tack it on to your financing of your new vehicle. Are you serious? Yes, sir, I am. Um, so if you need vehicle, you need maintenance, you need something that needs to be done on your vehicle, on your leased vehicle, please get it taken care of. Uh, 
if that doesn't sound reasonable to you, pick up your lease papers and read them. Please do. Because they will tell you what condition they expect you to return that vehicle in. It's not just the mileage that they're concerned about. I mean, you think about it. It's, it's like a business. A ha- it's like renting a house. When you rent exactly. a house, you, you got to me- give it back in the same condition that you that they handed it over to you. Otherwise, minus some wear and tear. Uh, minus the normal reasonable, wear and tear. reasonable or normal wear and yeah. tear, which is, hey, you you leased a place for seven years and you had the place had carpeting. Me as a as a as a as a landlord, when I come back, I expect that I'm going to take out that carpet and throw it in the trash and put a new one. Uh, if you tell me if, if, you, if any other landlord, I think they would be nuts not to do that. Uh, oh, I get it clean. Well, he, if if the guy was, you know, uh, it, it's an old couple or one person living there, hardly ever at the house, maybe. But typically speaking, we're talking a family of four, um, pets, whatever, running around, you're going to have to replace it. So that's normal, acceptable, minimum wear, you know, minimum wear and tear. Uh, that that's that You're not going to get charged for that. However, um Pay attention to what they will charge you for because I've had people come back. I've 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 like looked at people and said, "You need tires. This is how much you need to. You know, we can get tires on for you for this much." And they'll say, "No, it's a lease vehicle. I'm not paying anything on it." Blah 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 blah. And they take it, and I I, I warn them: be careful. Read your lease. I'm almost positive mm-hmm. you're gonna have to uh, um, buy new tires. And they say no, and then they go. And, you know, uh, take the car back and the people turn around and a week later after they inspect the vehicle, you needed four tires, four tires, and they'll put um, top of the line tire at top of the line price at maximum, you know. um, The maximum price of it. Absolutely. You know, I um, rented a house five years carpeting. Mm -hmm. No issues. Mm Mm-hmm. About, I want to say like two weeks before I was planning to move out. At that time, my dog was sort of a puppy. Uh. I look over and he, you know, when you see your puppy, your dog, and they're very quiet, you know, sometimes, especially when they're a puppy, that they're doing something, but you kind of can't <laughs> tell what it is that they're doing. Yeah. He was kind of hanging out by the carpeting by one of our, and like one of the doorways, and he's just hanging out there, and I just couldn't tell what it was he was doing. He was ripping the carpet like with his teeth like he had grabbed like a spool of it so ended up five years had to have somebody come in and they luckily they took it from the closet you know what i mean and yeah. repaired the carpet and cut out the piece and put yeah. it back yeah i guarantee you your landlord took the place back took out the carpet and completely threw it in the trash yeah but they would have on. they wouldn't have tolerated showing up and seeing that piece Missing. damaged yeah even even though they were going to take yeah. out the carpet yeah. you know yeah yeah i agree so yes please be very careful <clears throat> um especially with leases and stuff like that because uh uh believe me what do you think do you, you will think pay it's better? And you will pay dearly unfortunately what, what's your thoughts though on leasing a car versus owning a car i've never leased a car depends on your situation Depends on your situation. Depends on who's leasing it for you. Are you leasing it for yourself? Is a company leasing it for you? A company leasing it, um, and of course, check with your accountant. I'm not an accountant. (laughs) Not by far, by the way. Um, uh, 
check with your accountant because my understanding is um, a uh, leased vehicle, typically speaking, uh, is going to be 100% tax deductible versus a purchased vehicle. Then it becomes amateurized and all that stuff. It's it's a completely different. It goes into a completely different ball game. This is just from my very modest experience in business, but not you know. I'm by no means I'm an accountant, so please <laughs> feel free to ask it to ask one. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, uh, you as a as a person. Now that's the business side of it. You as a person, well, again, depends on your needs. If you're going to be a salesman and traveling, and you're going to put sixty thousand miles on it in a year, me personally, I'd get you. Uh, uh, medium, not a, um, you know, not a brand new car. I'd get you a kind of middle of the road, something reliable, but is going to clunk out in a couple, three years. You're going to put 120,000 miles on it in a couple of years. That's what I would do. But again, let's say I'm just a, a, a person wanting a new car. I drive local commute, not far. Mm-hmm. Um, what's better? First of all, I don't buy new cars. Me personally, never again. Did it once. Will never do it again. Even you, Eric, right? You said the same thing, right? Um, Yeah, my truck was brand new, but that's the only one I've ever had brand new off the lot. Would you do it again? No. 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 Yeah, me neither. It was a truck. I I would never do it again. I would probably take a two, two, three-year-old truck. Exactly. Or a two, three-year-old car. Absolutely. If you ask me, I would would buy a two-year-old car, three at the most. Two typically is better because it still has factory warranty. Yeah. And um, so if there's any major issues in the car in that first year, <laughs> it goes it goes back to them. They fix it. Yeah. And get, you know. That's what I want to see. Like, I, I want to see like 15,000, 15 to 20,000 miles on the car. Yeah. Because that means it's been out. It's got on the road. Absolutely. It's been some stuff done to it. Yeah. And it's doing fine. So exactly. And then you, you if, I don't know if you remember, Eric, uh, the episode that we did after one year, the car depreciates 30 percent. 30%. They're cheaper than that, that yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and you know, the value of the car itself. Now, do some makers hold their value uh, more than others? Absolutely. And it's mainly because of supply and demand. Um, we all know um, most of the reliable cars are the, you know, the Hondas and the, uh, you know, and the um, uh, Toyotas of the world. Um, and those hold their values pretty good because you see a lot of 20-year-olds of them on the road. Um, let's face it, they have a very good strategy and philosophy. It's called, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> they like their cars, so they keep them the same way. Actually, if you're questioning whether to own a car, uh, lease it or buy it, Consumer Reports has a really good article on this. So if you Google lease versus buy, you know what? Consumer can we, Reports. Can you read, like, give us a summation on it when we come back from the break? Ooh, a summation. Oh, okay. Summation. I like that word. <laughs> All right. So join us after the break. Straight talk about cars and maybe a little more. Overdrive Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome back. This is your host, Mike, for Overdrive Radio. And, uh, Taryn, you promised us... Uh, I promised you a summation. A summation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A summary, students? fine. All right, students. Okay, so we were talking about what's the difference between buying and leasing a car. And I have to say that I am not as familiar with leasing because I've only purchased. However... There are pros and cons to both. And like you said, it depends on your situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're buying a car, you you own it. It's yours, mm-hmm. you know, for as long as you want to keep it, whether you mm-hmm. sell it, trade it, 
keep it whatever give it to your kids whatever whereas when you're leasing a car you don't own that car unless you choose to buy it yes at the end of the lease yes you know so but i think the thing that when when you're buying a car you have all those upfront payments let's say you choose to do it like as a loan so you're putting down your down payment you're putting the cost of the taxes the registration fee Mm -hmm. with a leased car you're probably going to put down like a first month's payment, a security deposit, taxes, fees. But when it comes to your monthly payments, mm-hmm. you know, like so let's say you're buying yeah. a car and you have a loan, it's going to be a much higher loan payment each month if you're purchasing a car versus if you're leasing a car. Mm-hmm. Because what you have to understand is when you're leasing a car and you're paying on that loan, you're only paying on that depreciation value from the start of your lease to the end of your lease whereas with a car you're paying for you mean with a purchase yeah if you purchase your car you're yeah. paying for the whole shebang no matter what doesn't matter that it's depreciating you're paying for it at that cost at that value that you purchased it at yeah you know three four five years ago so i go back and say me personally um i like me personally i like the purchasing option i, I don't see I, again there's some Definitely a lot of circumstances where leasing is, is, a, is a viable option, um, especially if you can can do the mileage and all that good stuff. Um, and then at the end of the day, you know, each has their 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 own circumstances. However, in purchasing, I can I can honestly give you my advice is that I would purchase a, a two year old, maybe three at, at the most year old car uh, would not buy, purchase brand new um, again. I mean, and you know, it like it, it depends too. Like, let's say you're um, moving to a city for just a few years. If you buy a car, you have to deal with selling it or trading it. Let's say you don't mm-hmm. want to bring it back to whatever town or or state you live in or country you live in, right? Yeah. Whereas if you lease a car, if you depending on how long your lease term is, once that lease term is done, you're done. You can walk away. You have to pay any of those, like you were saying, Absolutely. end of <clears throat> lease costs, but you can walk away from it. So hmm. just, you know. Yeah. Again, it's uh, it's all going to rely on your situation. But if it comes down to purchasing, as I said, I would definitely stick to uh, something that's a couple of years old. Obviously, you know, some people love that new smell. Um, but, you know, hey, uh, again, remember the first year you do lose on average, 30% of the car's value. So, all right. So what's the uh, next question, Taryn? Well, of course, the most popular thing is always oil changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, do I have to have to have to follow the owner's manual for the oil changes? Do I have to have to have to have the full synthetic? I really don't want to pay that much. I would much prefer the conventional. <laughs> yeah, let me take the El Cheapo. <laughs> but. This is, this is a situation where you actually do get right. what you pay for. Um, if your vehicle's owner's manual says you have to get blue, purple, <laughs> whatever, uh, then that's what you get. It's not, it, it, I mean, obviously it's your car. You can put whatever you want to put in it. Um, just please don't drag another shop into it. Well, but um, let me ask you this question. And, and I don't want to be mean about it, but don't drag another shop into it because we, we do get this a lot. People come in and say, but it's my car and I'm the customer and you should do what we are, what I tell you to do. Yes. Great. But um, we are also going to destroy your 
engine because the factory that made your car said this is the only vehicle this is the only fluid that needs to go into that engine and now you're picking something different and i can't do that i'm well, not going to be a part this. of this so if i came so. in and i needed full synthetic but i didn't want to buy it mm-hmm. i wanted only conventional would you still put that conventional I in my car it. no i wouldn't do it i would not do it I mean, that 20, 30, whatever dollars you're going to give me is better. <laughs> Losing that is better than, than a lawsuit that is going to result in in um, me winning anyways, but just wasting my time. So, so uh, no, it, it's, it's not. It's not going to happen. Reputable shops do not do that, will not do that. Um, you may find some, you know, um, small shop. I don't want to say... A bad word, but a small shop somewhere that that will accept and do that for you. But uh, please follow whatever the owner's manual says. At the end of the day, if <laughs> if you're, um, how can I put this in a way without insulting anybody <laughs> or offending anybody? <laughs> if you are, if your blood type is O positive, for example, that's a good example. Um, I don't know the blood types and how you they mix, need, but I hope you do. You, of course I do. Uh, well, not of course, but I do, yes. Um, if you need blood for any reason, God forbid, and they go to the fridge at the hospital, <laughs> do you want them <laughs> to grab the first thing? Because it's the closest and nearest and cheapest <laughs> and whatever and put it in your bloodstream and hope it's the right one? No. Uh, or do you want them to grab the right blood? I would definitely want the right blood. There you go. There you go. There you go. There uh, that's you go. I would. That would be the. That's the problem. That's the. Um, what do you call it? This is how crucial it is for your vehicle. Yeah. It's it's gonna kill the main heart of of the engine. Actually, which, speaking uh, about car. oil changes, we have an oil change giveaway that I want to do <gasps> before do. the first hour ends. We always do. You always act surprised. Of course, <laughs> I'm trying to. So. For the oil change, uh, we will take the first three people that text us, and the promo code will be oil change. Send it to 407 995 9665. I'll give that number again in a second. This is for an oil change at Universal Tire and Auto in Longwood, Florida. Don't call it. Text it. <laughs> yeah, text it. Um, it will be for any oil change. So let's say your car does take full synthetic. We will put full synthetic in your car for free. If it takes just conventional, we'll put conventional. Whatever it is, we will take care of it for you. So the first three people to send us a text to 407 407- Nine nine five nine six six five. So there you go. Four zero seven nine nine five nine six six five. Just a last attempt, just in case someone is, you know, running and didn't come back in time. So in so. so in the next hour, though, I hope everybody sticks around because we have entrepreneurs in overdrive and we have a very special guest with us from Teak Neighborhood Grill. The ah, food looks amazing. I it's love that restaurant. Owner, I absolutely Propel. love that restaurant. Yeah. It, wow. If you go on to their website, it's it's mouth-watering their food. And so, anyway, we're going to talk to him, see what life is like right now in the restaurant world with everything going on. They have, uh, they're going to be featured on a a show on the Cooking Channel coming up at the end of July and just a really great uh, restaurant. 
uh, and, and company. So I hope you stick around for that in the next hour. That's awesome. That's awesome. So anyways, going back to that old change. <laughs> let me leave one bad. Let me leave one bad taste <laughs> in, in, in the people that try to get cheap uh, mouth. Um, if you go to a, a, a reputable place, I can only tell you what I do. I can't tell you what anybody else does, but I can tell you what I do in my organization, what I demand in my organization. Um, the Typically speaking, your synthetic oil change is going to be at least double the mileage. And in our organization, I'd say it's just a little over double the cost. So are you getting better stuff? Yes. Are you getting... Um, um, what your car needs, yes. So please, 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 please. There's other areas we can we can tell you how to be cheap about and take your time and all that stuff. But that's also a, but that's don't do it in the old church. It's also a good area if you're looking to buy a car, new or used. Thank check you. to see Thank what you. type of it's, it's, I let me real quick because okay. I know we only got a couple of minutes before before we have to end the segment. Um, I know that one lady that 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 very good customer of ours um had a toyota and she was having a hard time maintaining it and then she says i'm gonna go buy another car and i said that's a good idea you know let's try to try to get in something that's a little bit cheaper blah 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 whatever and she comes back with a bmw and her first oil change was 110 dollars. Yeah. she had to break it into two payments for me and had i not known her <clears throat> i'll be honest with you I, I would not have taken the two payments from her i would have said pay it or get out you know, but she, I have known this girl, this lady for years. She's been a good customer for years. And I said, fine. But this is the problem is that people do not anticipate, oh, it's a brand new car. It's a Honda. But did you realize that your Honda, the 2009 Honda you're driving was a $19 oil change? Do you now realize that your, your two, 2017 Honda that you just purchased, the oil changes on special, we have it at forty nine ninety nine. So normal price is fifty nine ninety nine, and we are probably one of the cheapest out there in in oil changes. So that's why I'm telling you, please check as as Taryn was saying, please check the costs of the maintenance. Yeah, a lot of these cars, or not? I'm sorry, not monthly. But yeah, but you know what I'm periodical, yeah. periodical. Yeah, but a lot of these cars, guys, uh, you know, it's not that you can't afford the payment. You know, they run enough specials on them. It's not that you can't afford the payment. But what happens is people cannot afford to maintain these things. A brake job comes up and all of a sudden now, oh my God, I got to spend $500. All right, we're done for this hour. We got a very exciting show coming up. Join us the next hour with John from Teak Neighborhood Grill.